Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, apologies for last week, uh, I'm still having ongoing health issues which are being very annoying. Uh, got some more hospital appointments due to try and sort things out because they don't entirely know what's going on but hopefully I'll be able to do most of my shows. So, on with the actual topic of the episode, uh, the Dreamcast is a console that was very much ahead of its time. And when you get technology that is ahead of its time, people tend to be a bit more experimental with it. And this meant, in the Dreamcast case, that you did get some very interesting games being released. Uh, one of the first games that I'm going to talk about today is one of the last games that was released for the Dreamcast in Europe. Uh, this is a game called Cannon Spike. Uh, it was released by Capcom for the Dreamcast in 2000. And it was a multi-directional shooter arcade game. Uh, the premise is that in the year 20XX, IS, that well-known uh, year that uh, so many games are in, uh, terrorism uh, is, has surged due to a troubled world economy. Hmm. And in order to combat this terrorism, uh, the player takes the role of a member of the World Union for Peace. While this game does have some original characters, it also features quite a few characters from well-known Capcom games, including Kami from Street Fighter, Mega Man from, well, Mega Man, and Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins. The difficulty for this game uh, ranges from... Uh, has a, quite a large range. Uh, it's uh, going from baby and child right the way up to very hard. So... yeah. Um, let's have some music and I will uh, talk about this game a bit some more after we've had a bit of a musical break. Just to break things up again.
are back. And that was Mega Man The Wily Wars, uh, Dr. Wily's Tower Stage 3. And before that we had uh, Cannon Spike Stage A. Uh, so unfortunately the only way it was labelled. Um... Anyway, mo continuing with Cannon Spike. Uh, hello to people in the chat, by the way. Uh, we've got Electric Boogaloo, who else have we got? Uh, Cobra the Best. Uh, Doan is here. Uh, Brick Gaming 98 is here. I think uh, Green Viper's kicking around somewhere. Uh, so hello to all those people and anybody else who's lurking about in the chat. Uh, so yeah, c carrying on with Cannon Spike. Uh, you control your character with the analog stick, uh, moving around uh, an open area, combating enemies in stages which are referred to as missions. Each of these missions ends with a mini-boss followed by a mission boss. Uh, you'll use at least three but those buttons. Uh, mark, which allows you to lock onto targets. Shoot, well, what it says on the tin. And if close enough, then attack will let you use your melee attack button. Pressing shoot and attack together allows you to use a special shoot attack. Pressing mark and attack together does a special close range attack. And finally, pressing all three will let you use a super special. Super special awesome? Meh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the last attack can only be used once you collect a special token, which may drop from enemies or your ally if they are defeated in the game's two-player mode. Oh, Eclipse is here as well. Hello, Eclipse. So yeah, it's actually a pretty interesting game. Um, I might just see if I can get hold of a copy of it. Because uh, it was released in Europe, so might be able to get hold of it. Let's have some more music then. Uh, Eclipse says that they're listening, although they're a little busy, so they can't talk a lot. That's okay. You could still listen in and uh, comment when you're able to, if you want to. Right, so since uh, Cannon Spike has got Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins in it, I'm going to play the main thing from Ghosts and Goblins, uh, the Amstrad CPC version, because for some reason I have a copy of that. Uh, and also because it's got Kami from Street Fighter 2 in it, um, we're going to have uh, the World Warrior theme from Street Fighter 2 as well. Electric Blue saying good luck finding a copy. I might cheat because uh, I've got the Dreamcast version that basically what copy protection. So I might just find a, um, a burnable ROM because I am a terrible person. Anyway, let's have some more music. So yeah, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, the Amstrad CPC version of the theme, and Street Fighter 2, the World Warrior. Uh, enjoy those. Uh, <laughs> Doan's asking if Arthur in Cannon Spike does the underwear thing. I don't know. It would be amusing if he does.
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior, and before that it was Ghosts and Goblins, the Amstrad CPC version of the theme. Uh, the chat is talking about uh, backing up games and uh, preservation of old games. Um, it is an ongoing concern because uh, even optical media like CDs doesn't last forever. Uh, there's a problem where basically the layers of the CD start to delaminate from each other, so um, rare CD games could be easily destroyed and lost forever. Um, and Laserdisc games for that matter, um, because of uh, yeah, ROMs not being taken of them and uh, them not being properly preserved for future generations. Because these things are art, and not having that for future pe- future generations to play, I think is really sad, and something should be done about it. And the uh, the rise of uh, things like the, uh, the Google Stadia and the idea of streaming games bothers me quite a bit because um, how do you preserve that for the future? Because if the server's dead, the server's dead. You can't play the game anymore. Ever. Hmm. It's a problem. Uh, it's actually a problem already because there was the, um, the satellite uh, transmitted games that Nintendo did back in the 80s uh, which unless somebody has a copy of the Citelaview cart with those games on them they're gone forever so moving on to what I'm actually supposed to be talking about uh, EGG or egg or elemental gimmick gear is next up it has a very odd name with an odd story uh, this game was developed by Birthday and published by Hudson Soft, and it combines sprite animation and 3D graphics to tell the story of a mysterious egg-like robot. Mm, probably not Robotnik isn't involved, <laughs> as far as we know, uh, which is found within an ancient jungle ruin. Uh, within this machine, a sleeping man was found, and after much research, scientists managed to find the machine was over 5,000 years old. And copies of this robot were created uh, to act as a means of transportation and to act as instruments of war and construction. Uh, 100 years have passed and the ruin wakes up, erupting tentacles and draining life from the surrounding ground as well as producing fog blanketing the area. The sleeper, as the man who was found inside the mech, mech, was dubbed, uh, wakes up three weeks later and has amnesia. 
So has travelled to the ruin in hopes of recovering any clues to his past. Uh, you never get around a sprite-like map as the sleeper. Uh, you get chance to name this character during the game intro. Enemies are 3D rendered and you can attack them. It looks much like a futuristic kind of Legend of Zelda type uh, thing. Uh, the boss fights are more like one-on-one -on -one 3D arena fights, so it's a bit of a mishmash of styles, really. It sounds pretty interesting, though. Everybody is dumping on the idea of the Google Stadia in the chat, which I entirely um, approve of. Because the Stadia is not going to work. As some of you know, my background is in uh, network engineering. Uh, and unless Google have invented the compression algorithm of the gods themselves, I can't see how it's going to work with anything like any high, any high quality on, especially on American internet. I mean, the UK is bad enough, but the America is so much worse. Oh well. Let's have some more music, shall we, before I start getting into more of a rant. So, uh, if any anybody has, has played any of the games I'm mentioning on here, by the way, um, especially Elemental Gimmick Gear, please let me know uh, on the chat or on Twitter, um, and we can talk about it. So, uh, let's have some more music then. Uh, so, from Elemental Gimmick Gear, um, the tracks I've got from this aren't labelled properly, and this labels itself as track 62, even though there's like only 20 odd tracks. So, I'm not sure what's going on there. And then because it is occasionally referred to as Sega's answer to Legend of Zelda, from Crusader of Senti, uh, we've got the world map uh, tune. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
Welcome back. And that was Crusader of Sente, aka Soleil, um, Soleil rather, uh, world map theme. And before that, Elemental Gimmick Gear, track 62, whichever one that actually is, really. <laughs> right, uh, next peculiar game. Uh, we've got a, tr uh, a game called Room Mania 203, not Romania, Room Mania number 203. Uh, this is a Japanese life sim game that was described more as an intervention simulator. Okay. Uh, this game has you playing God. Alright. Or at least a God who is working towards making the mediocre life of a student called Nej Tehe more meaningful. You achieve this by making him notice different objects in his room by throwing, well, kind of a ping pong ball at what you want him to pay attention to. Uh, firing too many of them at once, however, will cause them to get irritated and lose interest in the thing that you're trying to get them to pay attention to. Along with throwing ping pong balls, you can also read his diary when he's out. Or by moving uh, items around, you'll uh, have a better chance of making him notice the things that you want to make him notice. To progress through the game, you have to complete various missions, the details of which are provided to you in fairly short cutscenes and cryptic mission titles, uh, such as While the Demon is Out, where you need to read Neji's diary while he is out of his room. That's kind of implying that he's a demon, which is a bit unfair. The missions come with time frames, and you need to complete them uh, in the given time. Failure to do so can result in a bad ending. As you might imagine, this game was only released in Japan uh, for both the Dreamcast in 2000 and then later on the PS2 in 2002. However, the game utilised the Dreamcast modem as well as the Jump Pack, which is an item I've not really covered before, but it's essentially the Dreamcast version of the N64's Rumble Pack. At some point I might go in a, into detail on that in a later episode, if I uh, cover some more hardware. Mm -hmm. People are talking about Doom on the Switch on the chat for some reason. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, Electrogulu requested a track from me, so from uh, Outtrigger we've got uh, Heaven. And after that, from the um, Segcon album, we've got Rumania 2 number 203, Song of Courage. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 
And we are back. And that was Romania number 203, Song of Courage. And before that, we had Outrigger Heaven, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So, finally, uh, for today, we have Super Magnetic Neo, which is a platformer similar in style to Crash Bandicoot in terms of camera placement and general gameplay. In this game, you play as Neo, not that one, a magnetic robot who can generate north and south magnetic fields to attract and repel his opponents, depending on whether they match the field he generates. When Neo attracts some enemies, he places them into a box which he can throw at objects, obstacles or other enemies to break or hurt them. You'll also get to use your magnetic personality ha, I'm funny. in inventive ways such as flying between two connected points, flipping switches, bouncing off magnetic paths and swinging from magnetically charged ropes. Alongside the normal game mode, you also find a challenge mode, which from what I could discover has you running through a level within a time limit. As noted before, the play game plays pretty similarly to Crash Bandicoot, especially in the way that Neo handles damage, which is to say, he dies in one hit. The only exception to this is during boss fights, where you can obtain power-ups which allow you to take one additional hit before dying. You know, like the voodoo mask in Crash Bandicoot. It actually is a pretty nice looking game, uh, this one. Um, I don't know if it'd be any good at playing it because it's uh, it's a lot of very precision, very precise platforming. Um, but I might seek out a, uh, a game, a long play of it at some point. Um, what about you guys? Have you played any of these? Uh, strangely enough, just before I uh, went on the air, my, my husband uh, was actually playing um, my PS4 copy of uh, Crash Bandicoot Entrain Tr Trilogy. Which, oddly enough, is part of a musical break because of the gameplay similarities and because the Insane Trilogy music is on the Radio Sega playlist. So, from Super Magnetic Neo, we have Center 01-02 and then from Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, there is Upstream. So, I hope you enjoy these tracks and I'll speak to you guys again for Choo Tune Corner. See you soon.
And we are back. And for Chiptune Corner this week, uh, I Fight Dragons is a Chiptune rock band hailing from Chicago. The band was formed in 2008 and have released two EPs and two full albums, uh, with another album on the way thanks to support from Kickstarter. I will drop a link to their webpage in the chat. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, from I Fight Dragons, here is the I Fight Dragons Overture version 1.0. Hope you enjoy that. Let me know what you think about this, and if you've got any um, chiptune artists or songs that you would like me to showcase on Chiptune Corner, please let me know. That's it from me for this week. Uh, thank you to everybody who's listened in this week. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics you want to cover, or want me to cover, please let me know. You can contact me on, on Discord where I am uh, Skyblaze42. You can reach me on Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies, or you can reach me through the Radio Sega or uh, Discord, uh, Discord uh, Facebook, or Twitter. Thanks to everybody for listening. I've been Skyblaze, this has been The Hidden Palace. Um, One last track to go out on, this is Prototype Raptors, uh, Chaos Nightmares, an OC remix of Open Your Heart from Sonic Adventure. Thanks everybody, 
Take care and good night.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.